Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good afternoon. Uh, thank you very much, sir, for that. And thank you very much, uh, troops, for showing up for muster. Hope all is cool and copacetic on your end, uh, of course. I want to talk a little bit, if I could, about this thing with the Kurds. I recognize we're a local uh, talk show. And, uh, you know, we can talk about local issues or maybe give a local perspective on, on national or international issues. And, of course, always invite your calls. Uh, we're at 421-9797. My email is bob at lonsbury.com. But um, if, uh, if I could, I think that the president is being disingenuous about his reasons for, well, you know what's happened? Uh, we have troops in northern Syria. We have stabilized northern Syria uh, in large part in partnership with Kurds. Kurd is a type of person, if you will. It's an ethnicity. It's a heritage group. I'm not sure the exact word that you know people are comfortable with today, but it's a type of people, like a tribe or something along those lines. And the Kurds have lived in what you and I would call northern Iraq and northern Syria for a long, long time. And their uh, a presence there has been, at in certain era, eras, uh, tenuous. That part of the world has been controlled for centuries or was controlled for centuries by the Ottoman Empire, uh, headquartered in what we today call Turkey. And the uh, Ottomans um, allowed the Kurds largely to be Kurds. They were um, an oppressed minority, but they were allowed to exist. The uh, British uh, came in, if you will, as the Ottoman Empire fell. And the uh, British didn't care. Uh, one brand of heathen was the same as another brand of heathen in their view. And so the Kurds were um, uh, left uh, largely to their own. When modern Iraq was created externally um, after World War II, the Kurds and the Sunnis and the Shia, um, who each had their own region in which they lived, were all cobbled together into one country. And Saddam Hussein, uh, for all his uh, failings, largely let these three groups live. Uh, and the Kurds were um, sort of respected in their region under the Hussein uh, government. As this all was going on, uh, some ancestral antipathies, uh, bigotries uh, between Turks and Kurds were going on. And there were some uh, Kurdish uh, terrorist groups um, who did attack uh, certain portions of Turkey, working on the belief that uh, they had an ancestral claim to certain parts of modern Turkey and pushing back against what they believed was a genocidal bias against Kurds by Turks. So that's the background. Then we go over there and we break everything. We take down Iraq and Saddam Hussein and uh, a period of chaos um, uh, comes in. And part of the chaos comes from Turkey, which, seeing that Saddam Hussein is no longer there to protect 
uh, his territory, the northern uh, portion of Iraq, the Turks, uh, motivated largely by their hatred of Kurds, decide to start sticking their nose down there. Well, uh, the Kurds, uh, like the United States, I mean, probably not too much anymore, but they, they like the United States. And uh, they are a people who culturally, in terms of tolerance, in terms of values, in terms of courage, um, are most like us. And, you know, I know a lot of people who have gone over in Army or the Marine Corps, primarily, and who have uh, fought or served in Afghanistan and Iraq and, and Syria. And you don't find many people who liked many American veterans uh, who liked the uh, Afghans, right? Some few of the Iraqis they liked okay, um, but almost all of them really loved the Kurds. They just hit it off. That's that, that's not scientific. That's just the observation of my life. Maybe you were over in one of these places and maybe you dealt with the Kurds. Maybe you have a, a view uh, similar or, or contrasting. But um, the Kurds were they when we went into Iraq? They were great. They they fought beside us. They fought courageously. The uh, uh, Kurds, when uh, Syria started falling uh, apart, uh, we we allied with the Kurds inside Syria and have done operations with them for some period of time. When the, the Islamic State kind of took over, you know, Iraq when Obama pulled us out, it was the Kurds who partnered with us to uh, hunt down and and kill. Uh, the Islamic State. We have half pulled out on them a couple of times, and uh, that's not been very nice. But uh, uh, today, what was announced by, there's a guy named Erdogan. He wants to be like the caliph or whatever like that, high Muslim ruler of, uh, of Turkey. And, and it's interesting, the Turkish people are uh, largely secular, meaning it's kind of like we are in this country. They have their faith. But they live in a free and pluralistic society. That's tra- the, tra- the, the modern tradition of Turkey, uh, thanks to this gentleman named Ataturk. Look him up. Um, so that's nice. I mean, um, they're, the, the, they're, they're, the Turks have been, it's, uh, it's not a hyper-religious country. But this new guy, uh, Erdogan, he, he wants it to be, you see more and more of the people uh, uh, dressed up in the, you know, the ladies and the all covered up, whatever. So anyway, the point being that uh, Erdogan uh, wants to expand the size of his country, and he wants he also hates um, the uh, Kurds. And part of what he's doing, building up, you know, uh, Turk nationalism, is to uh, you know anger people against you know who they see as their ethnic rivals. You know, it's got to have somebody to hate. Is how too many of these leaders go. And in this situation, he wants them to hate the Kurds. Well, um, what's been announced by Erdogan is that the United States has decided to uh, uh, withdraw from, not occupy or concern itself with, um, about 20 miles of uh, that, that portion of Syria that's up towards Turkey. Now, not 20 miles wide, but 20 miles deep. They're going to cut off a layer 25 mile, or check that, 20 miles uh, thick off the top of Syria, and Turkey is going to say, well, we're going to patrol here. 
that land is almost exclusively um, occupied by Kurds. And there is no doubt in anyone's mind that the result of this will be a genocide of the Kurds by the Turks, right? And it, it's, it's, not, it's nothing more than that horrific age-old human tendency to hate. Now, uh, we, in America, you, you think that like hating, if you watch the evening news, that's the exclusive pur- purview of cisgendered, white, heterosexual Christian males. They are the source and font of all hatred in the world. Turns out that people just hate people. And, um, you know, you have uh, people who li- live side by side in some of these parts of the world who are indistinguishable from other people, from their neighbors to anyone on the outside. And yet they believe they've got to kill each other by the hundreds of thousands unless they can do it by the millions. And that's the deal with uh, the Turks hate the Kurds, right? So uh, the president says in his tweet that, oh, I'm doing this because it's time for them to fight their own fights. We're going to come home. Why are we over there so much? That's where I said at the beginning that the president's being disingenuous. This has nothing to do with that. Again, this has nothing to do with that. This has, I think, uh, and you can, this is not, uh, this thought's obviously not original to me, uh, but if you read around, um, it seems pretty clear that Turkey is playing the United States against Russia and Russia against the United States, which is what a lot of nations, to include Turkey, did during the, the Cold War. But right now, uh, the, the issue has kind of been that in order to get Turkey to continue to be our friend, and Turkey has been a big part of NATO for a long time, for, for years and years and years, and maybe still now, the largest land army in NATO was the Turkish army. Um, but anyway, uh, in order to keep them like our friends, we agreed to sell them some F-35, which is like the new fighter jet um, that we have. And either it's really, really, really good or it really, really, really sucks. And in our family, we have a discussion about this. My uh, uh, first wife's husband, uh, check that. My first wife's uh, dad, retired Air Force, um, very knowledgeable. Uh, He thinks the F-35 is a piece of crap. My son works for a congressman whose district includes an Air Force base with a bunch of F-35s. He does not think the F-35 is a bunch of crap. So these two will sometimes have discussions in a very loving way, uh, sometimes by text, about the relative merits of the current uh, uh, cutting-edge American fighter. The thing is, the Turks Turks want some, and we'd like to sell them to them. That ties us together. And plus, I think they cost a lot of money, and we get money from them. Well, at the same time that we're saying, hey, look at this, we're selling the Turks some F-35s, the uh, uh, Turks are overdoing some shopping with the Russians, and it is, hey, we're going to buy some uh, uh, anti-aircraft missile systems from the Russians. And it's like, whoa, oh, sorry, buddy, you got to pick one. And the, the, the United States saying to Turkey, hey, you got to pick one. Right? You can't really be palsy-walsies with us both, okay? We, we both can't be your boyfriend, all right? And the deal is that um, the, 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 the Erdogan, whatever his name is, he put Trump over a barrel. That whether it's you know Pompeo or Defense Department or whoever is engaged in this act of diplomacy, um, we're having to buy Turkish friendship. 
and horrifically were having to buy it with the blood of the Kurds in order to uh, get uh, Turkey to lean our way uh, instead of learning uh, leaning Vladimir Putin's way. Um, uh, apparently what they wanted and what our president has given them is the Kurds who um, are a good people who will be genocided because we got played by some, you know, again, Turkey is not a third world country. It's quite a country. Um, I, I respect it. But on the diplomatic stage, we got played by the Kurds and their ancestral desire to kill their neighbors is going to be carried out. Time for traffic and weather on 570 WSYR. Welcome back, my friend. Uh, uh, welcome back. Uh, one small story from my trip to uh, Indianapolis on Saturday. Uh, when I was in the Army in the 1980s, when you were outside a, an Army fort, it was very common to see uh, Korean and German restaurants, right? The reason being that a lot of GIs had been over to Korea or Germany, and they had uh, met and fallen in love with some uh, local girls and vice versa. And uh, back they had come. And uh, along the way, uh, the wife uh, starts, uh, opens restaurant. You know what I'm saying? She's cooking like she did back where she's from. And there were a lot of other spouses and people who had visited those countries. And so there was a lot of great Korean food and a lot of great German food used to be around military installations. Well, uh, now I don't know what it is. Uh, but anyway, uh, th this fort is no longer has soldiers. Uh, it closed in the early 1990s, the one I uh, went to Saturday to run a half marathon. Uh, and, and that neighborhood, that area seems to have had a, a very significant influx of, of people from Mexico, right? And so everything is, is Mexican restaurant, whatever like that, and, and other Mexican businesses. So I uh, finished the race and I want to, you know, I've got nine hours drive. I don't want to miss the entire day with my family. So I hop in the car and I, I pull off uh, the, what used to be the front gate of post and I'm heading up uh, uh, the road down to the interstate in a ways. And uh, on the right, I see a Mexican bakery. I used to uh, do a morning show in Salt Lake City, Utah, which has a, a very large percentage of uh, people of Mexican heritage. And uh, there was this one Mexican bakery there that I love. It, Mexican bakeries are different, you know, like anything. Um, so anyway, I pulled in and I went in and it was delightful. The way they do it is they'll have their baked goods are different. You know, I say there, the people, you know, the bake and, and they'll all be on these racks and you get a tray and you get a set of tongs and you walk around and you grab one of this, one of that, one of the other. And uh, you go up and they tally it up and, you know, down the road you go. But as I'm standing there, the lady, there was a sign uh, handwritten on the bulletin board uh, behind her. And my Spanish is not very good, but I was pretty sure it said, we sell uh, tamales homemade on Saturday and Sunday. And I was thinking, this is Saturday. And I said, uh, por favor, mi hermana, <laughs> you have tamales today? And uh, bingo, boingo, she did. So uh, I'm eating Mexican baked goods all the way home. And when I got home, I threw in the microwave some tamales and I ate like a king. It is time for news. After that, the free-for-all on 570 WSYR. Thank you, Stud. I appreciate that. We'll be joined, Mr. Smith and I, by uh, Mr. Zachary George. Gentlemen, welcome. G good weekend. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah. Good okay. weekend. Yeah. Wasn't it great having three days off? Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, we had three days off? Um, some some of us did. Oh, oh. You guys didn't. I did. Very oh, nice. Yeah, that's true. Very nice. Um, Not that I'm rubbing your face in or anything else like that, but I was off for three days. That's right. You weren't here for it. It's right. It, that's what, ratings were through the roof. It was outstanding. <laughs> don't have to, you don't have to tell me that how great the show the was. That explains the bonus. Uh, the bonus check we got this morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it, it, topic of the day, Zach, is what, sir? Yes. Well, uh, top Russian genet- geneticists. Genet- gen- how do you say genetic people? People who work with genetics. Gen- geneticists. There you go. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to say that word. They held a secret meeting this summer with government health officials in Moscow. Mm-hmm. They're uh, de- debating if they're going to let this scientist, this Russian scientist guy, create genetically <laughs> modified babies with gene editing technology called CRISPR. And uh, it's up make in- Make them CRISPR? You know what? Can I say this? Yeah. Because they've been able to make apples a lot crisper. Maybe they could make they humans could crisper too. You got to splice them right. There, you know. Yeah. Because you got to eat the babies right to fight the global warming. You know? <laughs> we got to eat the babies. <laughs> oh. So apparently, that, that, that audio yeah, and video didn't get enough airplay, in my opinion. But go ahead. No, it didn't. It, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's kind of weird. You know, playing God. No, no, the, no. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll, no, we'll come back. We'll come back to gene splicing as as sexy as that is. But uh, Dave, the eat the babies video. T- tell us what happened and tell us what you think about that. It was a uh, um, uh, 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 um, what's her name? AOC, oh, our yeah, special girlfriend. AOC is having a Q and A. She was having a Q and A, and she was having it was a big rally kind of a thing. And some woman stood up, and it was all about global warming. And she stood up in the back, and she said, "We need to eat." the babies that's not how she started but she led up to that the end result was she's claiming that in order to stop uh, global warming we need to eat the babies now it's coming out that it was just uh it was a setup that it might have been yeah, some larouchers Lyndon yeah. LaRouchers. Who knew, were, who knew he up. was still alive? Who knew <laughs> Lyndon LaRouche who knew was still anybody who, kn- who knew anybody who knew him was still yeah. alive? <laughs> yeah. It was, here's the thing, it, so. was, it was not, and I, I feel bad for no, AOC. It, it's it not was her not fault. Her, She's got her things. It wasn't her people. Things, you know? It wasn't her, it wasn't there. Yeah. But I don't, I'm trying to figure it out was, why Lyndon LaRouche people picked her, of all people, to attack. Why don't they, yeah, why don't they, why, why, I, what I do they have against her? She's not running for president. I don't know if they know that or not, but I mean. Yeah. So, and yeah. and I thought that the the uh, the lady so, who's asking the eat the babies question, it's always like she was purposely trying to sound like that sixteen uh, year old who did the uh, global warming thing. Ah, uh, yeah, I think she was. You know, it was, it I was, think she was exactly trying. Our to professors sound like, in Sweden, we must. You all are polluted. Exactly we must eat said. the babies. We have to eat the hey, babies. Hey, they're more tender. If it's anything like veal, uh, just, they are more tender. Not just stop having babies. We no. need to start eating the babies. That's the ones like, that not, in California, they eat the placenta. I understand that. Ew. But going, uh, eating the baby, I don't know. They probably need a special permit. I, I'm sorry, Zach. If we don't eat them, we want them to have better genetics, right? They, so we're going maybe, to now fix that. I was just going to say that, that that would be a good answer to overpopulation, right? I mean, we're growing at such a crazy pace. With that's you know, what she was saying. Well, that's boom. what the whole. Yeah, that's what she. Was saying that's going to solve the might make uh, sense okay <laughs> maybe we should Lyndon LaRue our supporter trying to spoof AOC and Zach the two people who think we should eat babies <laughs> and and certain dingoes I believe dingoes believe in eating babies oh, man. to save man it's a cookbook now you, now you got me on this whole like cannibalist thing did you ever hear about the guy that that cooked his own foot did you ever no. hear about that oh. like 
Like he had to get it amputated. Mm. Then he was like, I want to keep it. And then him and his friends <laughs> had a cookout one night and they ate Where'd his Where'd she hear this? Tried it. I don't know if yeah, it's true. Yeah, I've got to Google that. Oh, did you, were you about to say, I don't know if it's true? I don't know. I know yeah. it is. I think the Snopes people would send that to their junior varsity to handle. Snopes people. Did a guy, did, did a guy, guy eat his foot? That's what he His own foot. They said it didn't taste good. <laughs> no kidding. Oh. They'd been frozen. They're like, yeah, it's Have you ever had anything that's been frozen and then you defraud it? I mean, you get it, you get it nice and fresh, and then you freeze it, and then you, you know, you thaw it, and then you well, thaw it out, and you no, want to have it. Hold it. It's not hold as it. good it as it, it would if it's fresh. They should have ate it right off the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zach. Yes. Zach, listen, you got to tell the whole story. It's not like he served his foot. Dave, he made tacos from his foot. <laughs> tacos! Which is a lot more. A lot more reasonable. <laughs> you can, well, that makes sense. You can make you, a taco out of anything, yeah, right? Yeah, so. that makes sense. You put a little tomatoes, you put a little sour cream in there, some taco sauce. And he, I, I and would serve them at brunch. That. Okay, serve at, them brunch. at brunch. That's fine. Brunch tacos. Taco, why not? Feet tacos. <laughs> yeah, uh, supposedly, he got ten, uh, 10 friends to eat the, uh, the, uh, the foot taco. They're all pretty yeah. unimpressed, apparently, but I, I don't know why. I mean, maybe just because it's a human foot, you know, but... Huh. Yeah. Huh. Well, you know what they say, the bigger the foot, the bigger the taco. So there's that. <laughs> that is true. That <laughs> they is do true. But anyway, yes. what about gene splicing and making crispy yes, babies? What, what, what are the scientists saying? Yeah, well, uh, apparently um, the first children like that were born in China last year. They were trying to make HIV-resistant humans oh, in China, oh, and that, oh. that halted. And then they were like, okay, now we want to pick this up in Russia and try to figure this out. And they're going to... They, they, the critics of this whole thing say that we're a decade out from learning how to safely edit embryos implanted for pregnancy. So we're not even like close to figuring this out. But people want to just get a jump start on it and see if we can make, you know, people uh, not have to what, have what HIV. If it, yeah. What if it was uh, not HIV, which is like resistance to some outside virus? Right. What if it was um, there are genetic anomalies that can occur? Genetic, you know, uh, you, you know, your birth with born with what we sometimes would call a birth defect or a disease that's going to kill you. If they could edit the genes to make that go away, so that you could be quote unquote normal, would that be doable? Yeah, and I, I think it. Or would it be desirable? I think it'd be a good thing. I mean, it, you mean it, while still in the womb, Bob? Right. You mean yeah, to edit? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. yeah. It has, or, or maybe even while it's before it's before it's in the womb. What if you like? Because like Ooh. if if it's you know Joe and Betty, whatever else like that, they might have some. Oh, you got this recessive trait could lead to this negative outcome. You wonder if they could you know uh, test tube thing, and if they could you know gene splice or whatever while it's still a little you know egg and and sperm guy, mm-hmm. and then implant it once it got big enough. I wonder if they could do that. Would we feel good about that? Yeah, I think so. I I would just want them to make my kid just like super jacked. Could they do that? Like, so when it comes yeah, out, that's, just like freaking that's a superhuman. Point, so, well, what about the other way? Let's let's go the other let's way. Make what, superheroes. What if you found out your kid wasn't going to be super jacked? Can you? We be all right with just like getting rid of that, so you don't, so, and then get another kid. Like you can have super jacked. We we. We do that all the time, bud. <laughs> I know that. I mean, here's Turn the deal. We, we we sadly do. There are there are you know a couple of nations in Europe where they don't have children with Down syndrome. The phenomenon is is disappearing because they get tested oh, and and they're aborted. And the United States, most children who are you know prenatally tested and they turn out to have uh-huh. Down syndrome are aborted. But we don't do that in this country kind of, yet, do we? 
we we do do that. We don't 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 brag about it. Doesn't tend to come up when they're having their pro-choice rallies, but that's where a lot of it goes. Another thing too is that there are some people who will abort. It's less so in America, more in other countries, where they'll abort based on gender. You know, I'm not looking for that flavor, baby. I want the other one, so let's mm. flush this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And not surprisingly, it's mostly girls that get flushed. So if they were able to uh, change the gene, then there would be less abortions. Maybe I don't know. I'm just throwing it out. And it's a it's a funny thing, like with Down syndrome, which like when we were when Dave and I were young, uh, people who had Down syndrome, whether they were treated differently or whatever, and they're young, but the the impact of their condition, I think, was may have been more disabling. Um, today, it's not necessarily seen as disabling at all, or or at least in any significant fashion. If somebody were to say, "I have discovered something that means there will never be another." Uh, a Down syndrome uh, child born again, would we embrace that as a as a as a miracle healing, or would we say, well, hold it, you're wiping out a whole type of person? Yeah. What would we do? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like it, the, it's the, like with. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Bob. I was gonna say it was like Wait, the so deaf like, community. Yeah, the deaf that's community. Go oh, ahead, tell I, us. The, yeah, the. Um, um, cochlear, cochlear, implant. cochlear implants. A lot of uh-huh. deaf people or people in the deaf community. I hope that deaf is still an okay PC term to use, but a lot of people in the community are against uh, uh, ocular implants because uh, cochlear implants because they say it it changes the person. That's not who they are. They were born deaf. They should remain that way, and they're still able to get along. Um, that's been always been an ongoing battle, I believe, in the the deaf community about that. Right. I could be wrong. I'm speaking it, out of turn. So. No, no, you're you're right. Okay. It's it, down the road at the National Training Institute for the Deaf. Deaf in Rochester is a huge issue. And, you know, it's a little bit of a cultural war within the deaf community. They, they say, we have nothing to be healed of. Leave yep. us alone. And, and when I say they, I mean some. I right, right. Some people will have. And I so want to do a Saturday Night Live skit now, but I don't dare because I'll be fired. So <laughs> anybody who's ever watched Saturday Night Live and Garrett Morris knows exactly what I'm talking about. So anyway. Look it up. Google it. Garrett Morris. Uh, yeah, that's Saturday I have Night to Live. Look it up. You will have to Google yeah. it. Not now, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not right now. No. Uh, yeah, um, I, w- I would say about this whole thing is what's the line of, you know, being playing just the human or playing God? God, you that's know? the and, problem. That's and really, you know, that's the point. Where, yeah, yeah. Where, where is the line of too, going too far? You know, like, do I want... Do I, if I know every single thing about my kid, how is that going to make me feel about my kid? And I, I want my kid to be perfect, of course. I want everything for, you know, whatever it is. Uh, but if there's something that I can make better with it, like, I, that's going to keep me up at night, right? And it, it, that's a very valid question. It depends a little bit on what better is and how we choose to live life. Because sometimes our challenges, and you know, some of our challenges can be found in our DNA, but sometimes our challenges end up in, in our faith or in our culture. We've said, well, they have a purpose. You know, I mean, this has drawn us together or has made me stronger or, or it has taught others compassion or whatever like that. Uh, and we've seen sometimes in some of these what you might call disabilities, we've seen the hand of God or something. Um, if we, again, if we decide to erase all those, it, are we, are just as you said, are we playing God too much? Yeah. And I think almost a disability can be seen as a blessing. You know, if you can learn so much from someone who has that perspective and uh, 
you can see the they see the world in a whole different light. It's a it's a blessing. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree. Yep. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's it's funny the playing God thing. It's it's a tough line to walk. Uh, you know, Zach wasn't around yet, but when Dave and I were younger, it was the first test tube baby, so called oh, yeah. the concept of in vitro fertilization. Yeah, and uh, and some people were very uncomfortable with Ooh. that. Yeah, um, but but it's ended up being a, a wonderful way for some people who otherwise wouldn't have had children mm-hmm. to be able to to, yeah. to biologically have children. You yeah. know, right. uh, we've made we've made peace with almost every scientific advance there's ever been. So you wonder, would yeah. we in time? Make peace with playing, you know, the genetic game. See, Zach, back when Bob and I were young, were young boys, we had to do it the old-fashioned way. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, how, but then how, and and modern so, science how, how, took how, over, took all the fun so, out of so, it. Some people even enjoyed it, as I recall. So, <laughs> I don't recall any of mine enjoying it. It but was man, late. I did late, late, de- late December back in '63. What a time for me! Now, what a lady! What a okay, night! Now, what a lady! What a night! Now, now it's an iPhone app. You know? <laughs> now it's an app. <laughs> That's good, Zach. Yep. Now it's an app. <laughs> now it's an app. Uh, swipe to the right. Yeah. Swipe by the left. But yeah. But here's another thing too. Like the the natural mingling of the DNA of mom and dad mm. in the old fashioned system, not just the the the, the cons- how it happens, but like when the sperm enters the egg, and there is that you know one in a gazillion melding of of those two strands. Um, that's a wonderful, miraculous thing. That rolling of the dice. That's how humankind came to be. It's how we have our uniquenesses. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, unless it's some, you know, like life-taking, handicapping situation, I'd want to leave my hands off that, I think, as a general rule to the greatest extent possible. Hmm. I wouldn't even want to know anything that could be wrong or anything. I just would want to go in there and just let everything happen how it should Have be. a baby. Yeah. Have the baby God gives you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How about if that baby turns out to be, grows up to be 20 and then spits in a tube and they get a computer report that tells back everything? I mean, yeah, we could all do that. Diana, we could get assessed yeah. to find out, you know. I don't, What's going yeah. to go wrong with us? Yep. Wow. Yep. Weird Dave, stuff. Dave, yes. your DNA says there's a chance of male pattern baldness. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> Thanks for telling late. me now. <laughs> Where were you 20 years ago? <laughs> then I could have done something about it, but no, not now. It's too late. At <laughs> Dave Smith right here, as well as the great Zach George, it's time for Traffic and Weather on 570 WSYR. Quick uh, uh, break for news, and we'll be back with you on the air on 570 WSYR. 